Moin Moin Prana Lava und herzlich willkommen zu Prana Up Your Life, dein Podcast für mehr Lebensenergie. Wir sind Jasmin und Josefine, zwei Schwestern aus Hamburg und zusammen mit dir möchten wir noch mehr Lebensenergie kreieren. Wir wurden von der australischen Yogalehrerin Amy McDonald interviewt. Das war ehrlich gesagt eine ganz schön große Ehre, denn sie hat einen ja, ein Online-Kongress gestartet zum Thema Yoga und äh, Business. Und hat uns dann angesprochen, ob wir nicht auch gerne Teil davon sein möchten. Und wir waren erstmal so, oh Gott, <lacht> okay, ja, gar kein Problem. Ein englisches Interview ähm, machen wir natürlich gerne. Ähm, und darum geht es in dem Interview auch, wie ähm, Ayurveda und Authentizität zusammenhängen und ähm, wie das auch, also was für eine wichtige Rolle das auch in diesem Health-Business-Bereich spielt. Und wir möchten uns genauso authentisch geben und vielleicht ist das ein oder andere natürlich in der englischen Sprache gar nicht so einfach zu erklären, denn wir sind ja jetzt nun mal sehr gewohnt, es schon auf, auf Deutsch alles so zu formulieren und das klappt immer besser, aber natürlich ist es dann auf, im, na, auf einer anderen Sprache mh, ja eigentlich nochmal ganz anders. Und es war aber super spannend, ähm, mit der anderen Seite der Welt zu sprechen ähm, über Themen, die uns hier genauso bewegen wie eben dort in Australien. Und auch wenn wir uns alle schon so viel mit diesen Themen Gesundheit und Yoga und ausgewogene Ernährung beschäftigen, heißt es noch lange nicht, dass wir eben immer ja, so unser Heil-Self sind, dass unser Business immer super läuft, dass uns immer alles super und geht und alles tutti ist. Und dass, ja, diese ehrlichen Worte finden wir auf jeden Fall in dem Interview. Und auch wenn der wenn das Interview für den Online-Kongress für Yoga ähm, aufgenommen wurde, ist das ein Interview nicht nur für Yoga-Lehrer, sondern eben für alle, die sich dafür interessieren, wie man Ayurveda im Alltag integrieren kann und wie Ayurveda halt auch unterstützen kann oder mh, auch diese Achtsamkeit, denn wir sprechen eben über diesen ganzheitlichen Ansatz und ja, es ist ähm, auch deshalb auch, glaube ich, so toll und deshalb möchten wir das auch teilen, weil ähm, es ganz, ganz viele Komponenten in diesem Interview gibt, die uns auch wichtig sind, an, ja, an unsere Hörer hier weiterzugeben und gibt vielleicht nochmal einen ganz anderen Blickwinkel, aber trotzdem, ja, sind es ja wir. Ja, also Achtung, 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 gleich geht es los mit der englischen Sprache und Amy wird uns auch vorstellen, da sie das Interview geleitet hat auf Englisch. Um, sie ist aber sehr gut zu verstehen und ich denke, wir auch. Also versuch dich einfach mal in dem ähm, Zuhören, auch wenn Englisch nicht unbedingt dein Steckenpferd ist. Es kann ja auch eine gute Übung sein, manchmal. <lacht> ja, nicht in Englisch, allerdings in Deutsch kannst du auch in, in nächster Zeit oder ganz, ganz nah ab dem 18. April von uns lesen und zwar wirklich in, <lacht> in Hand feiern. handfester Form und zwar gibt es ab dem 18. April in allen ähm, Buchläden und jetzt auch schon online unser Buch. Du kannst es demnächst in den Händen halten, wenn du eins der ersten 50 Exemplare schon am 13. April in der Hand halten möchtest, dann kannst du das, indem du am Prana Day teilnimmst und eins der ersten 50 Exemplare ergattern kannst, vielleicht auch mit einer persönlichen Unterschrift von uns, denn darum geht es am Prana Day. 
dass wir uns gegenseitig persönlich kennenlernen. Es wird an dem Tag auch um dich gehen, denn es, wir veranstalten Workshops mit Gruppenarbeiten und das spannende Thema emotionales Essen ist natürlich auch mit dabei. Auch darüber sprechen wir in diesem Interview und wie du das für dich lösen kannst. Und du kannst exklusiv herausfinden, welcher emotionale Essenstyp du bist. Und da ähm, mit uns und der Gruppe daran arbeiten, wie du das für dich lösen kannst. Und das Buch wird auch vorgestellt. Natürlich gibt es leckeres Essen und viel mehr. Also wenn du bei dem Prana Day am 13.04. noch dabei sein möchtest, findest du die Tickets unter pranaupyourlife.de slash pranaday, alles klein und zusammengeschrieben. Wenn du es zum Prana Day nicht schaffst, allerdings wirklich gerne mal deine persönlichen Herausforderungen mit uns besprechen möchtest, dann kannst du das tun. Zurzeit bieten wir an, dass du ein persönliches Gespräch mit uns führen kannst, damit wir ähm, ja, deine Herausforderungen besser verstehen können, um dir vielleicht zu helfen dabei, was denn die Ursache ist deiner eventuellen Müdigkeit, ähm, Magenbeschwerden oder dem, was du machen kannst bei emotionalem Essen und wo die Ursache da liegt. Das ist unsere Spezialität dazu. Zu diesen Themen begleiten wir schon sehr lange viele Menschen und wir möchten dich auch ähm, unterstützen und bieten das kostenlos an. Mach dir gerne einen Termin unter www.pranaupyourlife.de slash Termin und wir freuen uns mit dir zu sprechen. Und jetzt kannst du uns lauschen in englischer Sprache und dem Interview mit uns von Amy McDonald zum Thema Yoga und Business, aber auch wie du wieder leicht und undogmatisch in dein Leben bringen kannst, um es auch langfristig da drin zu lassen, wollte ich schon sagen. <lacht> Viel Spaß bei diesem Interview. Amy McDonald here. Welcome back to the Business of Yoga speaker series. Very excited today because we have another double act. That means you get twice as much yoga wisdom and good times uh, as you may have been expecting. Um, and two Jays are joining us today. So Josephine and Jasmine, uh, welcome to the Business right. of Yoga. <laughs> Thank you so much. We are so excited to be here and we can talk about the perfect <laughs> or the The loved um, yoga. Yep. So, ladies, um, in in by means of introducing you to everybody else, um, you're the founders. I, I don't know if there's a foundresses founders of Prana Up Your Life. Tell us a little bit about your business and what it is that you do. <laughs> yeah, we created Prana Up Your Life. Um, especially for busy people that want to integrate a more holistic lifestyle into their life. So it's not only yoga, but also the sister science Ayurveda. We um, try to um, yeah, help people integrate that more in their daily life because um, it's, in our view, it's the combination of more than just yoga And then also the mindfulness in your daily life and also routines and listening to what your body says, what you need also on a nutritional level, mm. which um, is Ayurveda is very yeah, perfect for that. Mm. Mm, if you go about 
integrating your yoga lifestyle. And um, that's what we try to yeah, establish, first of all, here in Germany. But as you know, we have a, an English name. <laughs> so it's about um, creating more prana for the world. And um, that's our aim. And that's what we do with our business. And so do you both have similar skill sets or do you offer different things? Do you have different backgrounds that you bring to prana up your life? Definitely different backgrounds, but they merge pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I studied business psychology. So um, I did more the the coaching part um, in my former experience before we started Run Up Your Life. Mm. Um, more the personal development, um, but also how you can change routines and which is really really exciting to combine it with uh, the ayurvedic wisdom because it's all about routines and how you um, establish rituals in your life and uh, how you can do it because we have so many obstacles not to do it it's like yes. no i can't because i have no time and then we can just like pop in and it's like oh that's not a <laughs> real thing <laughs> so um yeah so I did this, or I am doing this coaching, um, psychology, but also really mindfulness part. Uh-huh. Um, but um, yeah, in the beginning, I had a really yeah, organizational look of mindfulness, like how to integrate it to have more potential and more um, performance. But uh-huh. now, like during the time and more Ayurveda and more yoga, it's more yeah on a personal level. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I come from a um, business side, so I worked in a um, big industrial company here in Germany for for quite a while. And um, I started to integrate yoga and Ayurveda into my personal life while having the normal job. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. And uh, and then um, during, yeah. when I was at the company, I started to do a training in Ayurveda, so an Ayurvedic nutritional training mm. and the yoga teacher training. Mm. And all of that sort of changed a lot in, <laughs> inside myself, the mindset. And then you have the mindset, your mindset and the mindset of the company and the pro- processes and stuff uh-huh. and that didn't really match anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and then I said, okay, it was possible for me in this busy life to integrate those ancient wisdoms a little bit. And it helped me a lot because I had lots of um, um, digestion problems as well and so on. And then we always said, okay, it's not only that one thing, it's, it's also a combination of everything. If you start to change something, maybe it starts in your heart or in your body or wherever, mm. and then it just comes along. Then you look, um, mm. what, what kind of food do I need? Um, what kind of yoga practice? Because then it's not on, as you know, it's, there's yoga and there's yoga. <laughs> yeah. And there's yoga with a bit more mindfulness and meditation and pranayama. And, um, and then we said, let's just combine our skill sets and put it all together and try yeah, to, to help others with that. And how long ago did you just make that decision and start your business? Mm, two, two, is it two years already? Yeah. yeah. But we had the idea and until we did something, I think, yeah, half a year. Yeah. Like wow. Early. 
Mm. That's fast action. I think I thought about my business for years before I was brave enough to quit my job. It sounds very, like we were working at the same place, I think. It sounds very similar. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Very um, man-dominated. Bureaucratic, lots of forms. Yeah. 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 And, and, And one of those jobs where as long as you turned up, you got paid. As long as you sat in the chair, someone would pay you. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Yeah. I've I've got to say, now this is me being I'm I'm going to be very offensive for a moment, but I have to say we'll talk about Ayurvedic food momentarily because I have had varied experiences with it. But Mm -hmm. but for I look at a lot of yoga business websites and I look at a lot of people who are Ayurvedic nutrition coaches or blending Ayurveda and yoga together. I've seen a lot of websites that are talking about these types of things. And normally there's, there's a lot of orange. There's a lot of like henna pictures. There's a lot of sort of mustard color. Your website is so gorgeous. The photos on your website. I talk about the photos on people's websites all the time. Your pictures are fantastic. I look at them and think, Yes, I want to buy that course. Look how vibrant those women are. I want that. Like it just, the, the colour and the freshness and the playfulness and the, it's just fantastic. You totally, it's so good. It's not like any other Ayurveda and yoga website I've seen in a long time. Thank well, thank you for, for your kind words. Um, I think that's, um, that's what, the we about, yeah, yes. what we love about. Yes. To bring this like really traditional, sometimes really esoteric um, or spiritual Mm -hmm. stuff into our daily life and make it more modern, more useful for everybody. Not not just like people who go to India and um, be there for for weeks and not talk to anyone or something like that and finding themselves in in somewhere else's country. We want to... um, push it more that it's like you can do it in your daily life where your home is so it's like really so sustainable mm-hmm. I love and that. joyful and joyful yeah, yeah. And like it, <clears throat> your brand prana up your life these photographs really encapsulate that they're vibrant and I think you know sometimes where I get a bit confused with Ayurveda is this whole thing about sattvic everything and and like kitchery is not how I want to, is not the food of my life. Do you know what I mean? Like the stuff that you're talking about, that's what I want to eat. It's like right <laughs> and it hasn't been cooked for years. And so thank yeah. you for reframing modern takes on, and, and not only, like you said, not, not just modern takes on ancient thinking, but also how um, you can bring your own personality and your own take on things and your own commentary to something that is old and offer it up in new ways, which is absolutely what I see in, uh, in, in your website and what I've experienced of the two of you so far. Mm. Yeah, it's more that we experience ourselves um, a lot more through Ayurveda and that's basically what um, the philosophy is also about is getting to know yourself like in every facet of your life. It's not only um, the healthy, um, no, not only the body, it's also the mind. It's also the spiritual path. It's the, the, um, yeah, the way you, 
you want to go. So it's yeah, it's basically everything and holistic, and you you are just getting to know yourself. Like what is good for me and what is not good for me. Yes, and yes. for some people, it's not good to eat only kitchen or um, eat only salad or something. <laughs> what do you think? What, what is actually like good for you? But also like um, it's much more important to go into it. Look like how I how do I feel like how is it um, reacting and like how is my body reacting how how is everything going on in my body how are the processes and mm. it's just getting to know all the processes especially mm. of the digestion because everybody mm -hmm. has something to suffer about um, with a digestion at some point and um, nobody talks about it and so we well, are like well, well, you talk about it. Yeah, we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, do <laughs> <Through> that. <laughs> a lot of people, our customers, yeah. um, they are just getting into yoga through us. That yeah. is so interesting, and then um, so getting normal. Um, yeah. But uh, for for so many people, we have we've got a podcast and in German, and all our listeners. Um, are thinking like, oh, well, someone is talking about digestion. <laughs> that is not normal here in Germany. Everybody is like, oh, my God, go away. <laughs> so, yeah. so can we talk a little bit about your podcast? What's your podcast called? Also, Prana of Your Life. <laughs> Very good for you. And how long have you been <laughs> podcasting? Um, it is one and a half years now. Wow. Yeah. So how many episodes is that? I think about nineteen hundred. I mean, we are we are close to hundred now. Yes. And, um, you think about yeah, the hundreds. We talk a lot about mindful eating, so the combination of mindfulness and Ayurveda, and how you can integrate that, um, yeah, into into your life. And now we've got like a joy food series where we talk about emotional eating because it's such a huge thing, and um, yeah, we would like to. Release a little bit of that suffering. And that stress people yeah. put about with food. Also with healthy food. Also with yes. People get so stressed about the, the healthy and trend food. And, and then that digestion mm. still not works. And then everything you put in your, into yourself that is healthy, but your digestion cannot so. make up with it, sort of. Don't, yeah. cannot um, assimilate transform. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah then it doesn't really help you anything. And, and so, I, I, um, so it sounds as though, and did you, hang on, let me ask a better question. Did you know when you started in your business that you would be, that in fact emotional eating would be something that your people needed or is that something that you discovered as you developed your business? This is definitely a development. Um, mm -hmm. I think we knew it on a subconscious level um, yes. because I'm a, uh, I was definitely emotional eater. So that was my kind of way how <laughs> I came to Ayurveda. Because <laughs> I was so, emo like when I was really sad or alone or something, I yes. just tried to fill up myself with food. And um, that was the reason why I started to do this journey, like, mm. uh, getting to know the food. Why, why do I do that? And, Yoga helped me so much with that because it mm. strengthens my, my body connection. Mm. Um, mm. But in the beginning, we were more like, okay, we want to bring more prana, more life energy into the world. And um, in, the, in the way now, like um, with all our coaches and customers, 
we had have two points, um, pain points, like this emotional eating and the digestion. And that's um, how we um, yeah, specialized our program now also. It's yeah. more that we can release that. And it's not... Yeah, it's not that difficult. It's it's this way of getting to know yourself. It means at some point it's difficult. <laughs> um, it, it always is, but um, it brings so much joy and so much release with it. And one, one of the things that's so beautiful about what you're sharing is that you had, an, what I'm hearing you say is you had an idea of the business that was important to the, the, the two of you and you embarked on that journey and over, and that sort of, revelation it became clearer that in fact these were the things digestion and emotional eating these were the things that seemed to be resonating with your people but if we flip it actually what it seems to me is when you started to um feels like you were actually starting to specialize more in what you knew to be true because it was your own experience and this is where i see businesses this is where success and prosperity and joy are in business is when you're actually offering from your own experience, offering mm -hmm. what's really authentically healed and helped you because then you can be the biggest fan of the method. And it sounds like that's, that's the point that you've come to in, in this food program, emotional eating program. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's the experience and, um, it's more authentic also. I think yes. that is really, really important. It's not a certificate I got from university or something else from, from an institute or some, I like, I, I'm not a yoga teacher, but I can like, <laughs> I can give that knowledge what it does to me. Um, what yoga does to me, I can give. And I think that's much more important than, um, than a certificate. And then I am like, it would, it would be also awesome to have one. <laughs> but, um, not affecting my um, quality of coaching or of my business. I think and this, this is, is, I think, so important. Yes, and much more the, yeah, the own quality. Totally. And, and it's, um, it makes you trustworthy. If I'm looking for someone to support me with overcoming my emotional eating tendencies, for me, going to someone who has already done that work is much more um, appealing than, some, like you said, someone who has the certificate. Like that, that gives you credibility in my mind as a potential customer. Definitely. And I think... That's um, Verletzlichkeit. We've some... It's a word. There's a one word. Um, uh, Brini Brown is always... Uh, always talking about that you vulnerability. Vulnerability. Because when I did a coaching, when my coach uh, showed herself as vulnerable, it's such a hard word right now. You have it, um, you got it. Um, I, it resonated much more with me. And exactly. I a stronger development in that point also yes. because I didn't see her as this perfect um, you know, woman who is like really good in business and in coaching and mentoring and whatever. And um, these, the, like the moments where she talked about herself and her experience and 
that not everything worked out and perfectly and her way was not this like stray way but that was the reason why I had so much um, personal experience and um, development in that point because I was like wow I don't have to be perfect I don't have to be strong I don't have to go straight away it's okay when I do loops and <laughs> everything fine yeah and and that's what your clients would see in you and for everyone who's watching that's what your students see in you and and having the humility to be vulnerable is such a powerful gift to give to the people who are looking to us for guidance or as an authority in their lives i, I love that i really love that point um yeah a lot thank you so much for making it so anybody you know and i think one of the places where this shows up for me is um, in the, like, particularly in photography or video, like people's physical appearance and worry that they don't have it all perfect. And this hesitancy to share their yoga with students who are looking for classes or mentors or because they're worried that they don't have the perfect yoga body or they've got wrinkles or they have cellulite or whatever it seems to be very common but from, from what you've just shared actually and as as you said about your coach it's when we see the realness mm -hmm. that we feel compelled that we feel drawn to connect mm -hmm. yeah that's the the connection yeah yeah that's a good point yeah it's when you connect with other people then you can it, it helps you to connect with yourself yeah yeah and maybe to feel safe too. Oh, she's a bit like me. Maybe mm. it's okay to trust. It's okay that, I, that I'm like that also. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yoga, powerful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's like our best friend, <laughs> always. And sometimes challenging parent. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. <laughs> it opens up a lot. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. once um, wrote a post, something like, yoga's an asshole. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> an asshole at all. <laughs> so, so true. Important. Yes. Yeah. At some points, you just, just need it. And um, yoga helps to put, put things up to the surface, I think, sometimes. Mm -hmm. But also only when you're ready. And I think that's so beautiful. You mm -hmm. can trust your body to not bring it up if you're not ready to see it, whatever it is. So uh, one of the things that makes me sad in our industry is when yoga teachers tell me that they're teaching so much that they aren't doing their own practice, that, that, mm. they've, that, they, that they think that demonstrating a class is actually the same as taking a class. So I'm wondering, given the experience that you both have, for anybody who's watching that may have fallen off the wagon I can never I never remember what's on the wagon and off the wagon but anyway if they're on the wrong end of the wagon do, what how, how what are some Ayurvedic yoga tips to start without self-judgment to start getting back at blending those ideas back into daily life what can we do um you mean the ideas we have we know what? about but then only teach and don't do it ourselves yes and we because we talked before about 
um, intellectually I can understand that that's good for me and yet my behaviour yeah. is still I'm yeah. sleeping in or I'm Facebooking or rather than getting on my cushion or, you know, or mm -hmm. eating quick food on the go rather than taking time to prepare something to take with me. Mm -hmm. How can we stop... Uh, how can, we, how can we stop self-sabotaging but also without judging ourselves too harshly? <laughs> well, self-sabotage is a good point um, because when you're on the way and as, like, as we do have it all, always, um, not always, but uh, still it's coming up sometimes that we um, don't, like I'm still emotional eating at some point or you are not um doing something for yourself like me time or whatever yeah. um but it's the the process i think is acceptance and at that point we accept it then um the then we can go deeper and not that we um as you said that we are not judging ourselves that it's um oh that was so bad and why did i do that yeah. and it's not Of course, it's like, why did I do that? But it's more like, it's okay. Uh, something wanted to come up again. And uh, as Jasmine said, it's always coming up for a reason. And when we just watch it, it then we can understand it a little bit more. And then it's easier for us to um, act differently the next time. Mm -hmm. So it's more always uh, to learn from from yeah what what i would say or what we would name as a mistake um not to look at it as as a negative mistake it's much more always a positive one mm -hmm. and then um to see what the learning is and we always um see that the the magic is in the small things and it's more in the um little bits it's not not that i <coughs> want to change my whole daily routine in a week um, and then I'm happy because then it's much more um, uh, stressful. Yeah, it's much more stressful <laughs> and then you fall back and then you are really hard to yourself. And so it's like little bits. At some point, we just start with um, brushing the tongue in the morning and then we do that for, I don't know, two, three weeks or even two months before we start to integrate another routine. Um, so it's really, really important to do the, the small steps But we, um, we are not um, angry with ourselves if mm. we cannot um, do mm. it. Mm. And I think what's important is um, to, if you once have established a routine, maybe a morning routine or something, um, what is important that you don't see it as a strict thing. It always has to be like this, this and this and this part of it. Um, but there are sometimes, there are times when we are more busy or other other people are more important or our business is more important. Yeah. And then I maybe cut one or two routines, but I never cut the whole thing. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. And then, then that you also um, tell, tell yourself, say, okay, this is more important now, but this and this type of my routine, I'm never going to give up sort of thing. Um, and then once I'm a bit more free or I have a bit more free time, then I integrate the other small part of the routine. Maybe I do a bit more yoga and then leave the meditation or I just do meditation and, um, 
are definitely always going to have the hot water in the morning because mm. that's what you do you clean inside mm. also an Ayurvedic thinking behind it and because it helps my digestion and mm. so I think not to be yeah too hard to ourselves um, especially if we're already um, a bit more further up in the game sort of in the game of um, integrating all this because then you as you said you have the knowledge you even have more knowledge what you mm. should mm. do <laughs> then I, I mean I could do all day yeah. yoga yeah. practices and routines and meditation for two I hours know that would and, be so good for me. <laughs> and self massages that you have in Ayurveda and cook three times daily warm food but then we wouldn't have our business and then we wouldn't talk <laughs> There's no podcast with that much self-care. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that. And I, I, uh, yes, and I think I can't remember the name of it, the psychological term for that. Message us somewhere, folks. Find us on Instagram and tell us. You know, with that thinking of, well, if I haven't got all of the thing, then I may as well do nothing. It's like, you know, if I've eaten a chocolate biscuit, I may as well have a pizza. You know, if I... If I haven't, if I can't do the yoga and the meditation and the tongue scraping and the dry brushing and the da, 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 then I'm just going to stay in bed all day and watch TV. Yeah. But instead of like anything that I'm doing is better than nothing and I'm going to take the pieces that will fit into my life for today. I really think that's powerful. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. And that, that is what the, the change makes. Um, also, mm. it's, um, because then you really, you are really getting to know yourself. Then, mm. um, because not, it's not you're not getting uh, getting to know yourself when everything goes well. Because then you're like everything goes well. Why should I change something? It's more when not something goes well. Then you then you look, and then you you have the chance to look, and then you have the ch chance to change, and then. Um, to develop and that, that's like the perfect gift yes it's yes there. we have to take it but Josephine I also liked what you said before about um, not overhauling everything all at once um, I remember being at uh, a teacher training with Anna Forrest and she said she told everybody because everybody was very inspired and they were bringing back all of this essentially people were just eating kale like raw can you imagine <laughs> that's like <laughs> yeah you put the ayurvedic practitioners watching you like oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> um and she said you're already in a foreign place doing a yoga teacher training intensive now you actually need more familiarity than more foreign now is not the right time to change everything about your self-care practice um and I, i really like what you said about Like start with the tongue scraping and do that for weeks before you bring in the next piece for for more um, more greater likelihood of the, those habits actually well the, those behaviors becoming habits. Yeah, and um, it takes a long time, of, especially for the body to um, getting um, yeah to know to the to the new routine, and, mm. and it's okay to be just patient with it also. Mm more uh, full of love to their own body that something changed and so so i mean we are young we can um actually change the routines really quickly but if you have 
lived your life in a way, in a certain way for such a long time, over years of decades. And mm. then at some point you're like, oh, well, now I'm changing my life and now I'm doing yoga every day. Um, at some point that you have to give space to your own body to, um, mm. to change and um, yeah, to integrate that also into the cells and to, to loosen up. And, and at some point it's really hard to just, to, to just switch and say, well, now I'm doing that. And this is basically when most people know Ayurveda from Ayurvedic cure treatments. And then you do that for like two weeks and everything is perfect and your digestion works and the food was awesome. And you did everything like every morning you did yoga and stuff, but then they come back to their real life. Like their <laughs> life and then it's like, they don't know what to do. And because it's so much and yeah, um, garlic is in everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, what, what do I do now? And yeah. what do I do with all the knowledge? I cannot integrate that because I don't have that time. And then um, it's, of course, it cannot work everything. Like, you cannot integrate everything. But some, some things, some things which, like, resonated with you. Mm. And if it's the, the tongue scraping or is it the, the oil pulling or whatever and um, do do something just a little bit or even the hot water and what we do with our coaches with our um people the first thing what we tell them drink the hot water in the morning and do it um for as long as you can and um we have the experience that they are not stopping it anymore because it's such a um self-love treatment it's for the body it's perfect but it's also for the mind it's just a small thing it's just hot water but yeah. it changes everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, I mean, that's easy. <laughs> well, I think um, I, I love uh, Danielle Laporte's teachings in her book, I think, White Hot Truth, I think, about how even self-love and self-care has become something for women that is has become a task to tick off and it's another to-do list. To, to list and then we feel bad when we don't tick it off like even it's, which is so upside down yeah um yeah we had a workshop earlier this year it was like yeah um self-fulfillment is just another to-do list yeah <laughs> and of course i mean for especially for as women who wants to um, empower themselves and keep care of themselves and everything like on um, yeah would be perfect if it would have happened in like last year and um, <laughs> so um, but it doesn't make us happy in that way that we have it in a sustainable way so um, um, yeah and then sometimes I think you are so into your ticking off to-do list that you don't notice that you might have already not enlightened yourself, but yeah. you're already very, very far ahead. But we don't acknowledge that because we're still doing the ticking and it's only eight out of 10. And we're like, okay, we haven't made it. But I don't think it's true because on the the eight things you've done, um, they might have already, yeah, gave you lots of wisdom or, I don't know, <laughs> like you, a little feel, bit. Of, you feel it more in a to-do list. You, yeah. you are just in your rational yeah. um, cognitive way of 
thinking and um, as long as you start feeling and really acknowledge it and, and notice it in the body then you can definitely have a much more like bigger result of the to-do list if we would say it like this <laughs> yes yes i love it i wonder um I wonder, to you know, conscious of our time, and I'm so grateful for everything that you've shared so far, something before we finish that comes to mind is how, because what you're talking about is slowing down, being more present, noticing the effects of small changes that you're making. I'm wondering if that's how that applies in business. And the two of you with the wisdom that you have, how do you sort of stay subic or balanced or in business? I know for some people it's like I'm into the social media and I'm gone or I'm judging myself from what everyone else is doing and I feel less than or, you know, I'm, I'm grasping for the next training so that I will be enough. I'm wondering how do, how do these principles do you think apply in business? What is something that we could perhaps think about differently? Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I think we always um, we also are still learning about that. Yeah. Because of course there are sometimes we are running in a direction where we like subconsciously know that it's not the right one, but at some point we 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 are still in a business world and um, we are doing that, but we try it. And then um, we, we did a um, keynote on mindful doing, um, mm -hmm. mindful working, mindful business, how, how you ever call it in English, but um, <coughs> how, do you call it in, how do you call it in German? Um, um, mindful machen. Ma oh, yeah. Machen means like, like I'm making something. Yeah. 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 Um, but in, in, yeah, in every, direction yeah, and, yeah. um we have a um we we love our way how how we did it like how we build up prana of your life because um of course at some point it was much more focused on okay we have to live of it um than like the financial stuff the economic stuff but also we are in this like feeling business like mm. it's sometimes it's really spiritual and it, a lot of energy work um And, but where is the balance in this energy? And at some point, are we worth it? Um, are we yeah, worth enough to get money out of it or not? And it's, yeah, it's so much self-work. <laughs> oh, my starting goodness. In my yes. So much self-work. So, yes. Thank you. for Yes. Tweet that, somebody. You don't need to go to Tony Robbins. You just start a business. I mean, man. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> And because it's the two of us as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. Interesting. Yeah. Because, Very spiritual um, work right there. It's then you, I work on myself. Then Josephine is like at some point, okay, I need to work on myself. Then we have this personal thing in between always, but we always say, um, because our mom, um, she's also a coach. <laughs> um, so we've we've grown up with this. We have to question ourselves all the time. <laughs> we have we always had to decide um, ourselves if, yeah. if it would be a good decision to do it. So we oh, we were yeah, yeah, we were like kids, you just want to have a mom who says like okay, well that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know you have to do it. You have to know it yourself. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it helped us on the way now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but she always said, um, distractions have a higher importance or how would you translate it yeah so whenever there is a distraction if it's on the personal or on the business side it doesn't really matter it has to come up to to get it even to at least get it a little bit solved or get it out there and that's what we practice mm -hmm. so whenever there's there's something maybe not even feeling right and we Sometimes we don't listen to it and then just go ahead, but we always run into something <laughs> with a head <laughs> yes. to the wall. And so what we really try to practice, and that's good because I notice when something is up with Josie and the other way around. And then I always say, well, we always do like this. Okay, what's wrong? What's wrong here? What's not feeling right? And then we really try to look from, like, look from above, look at the things, look maybe even at all parts, like, we're only talking about our one program, but maybe it's the retreat we planned, but it doesn't really fit into everything still. Mm -hmm. Then we just try to decide on that level again, okay, is it this, this or that? Is this maybe not in our core competency or is it not time worthy? Do we really want to do it mm -hmm. or do we need help? So what we yeah. decided now at some point, okay, we, um, we really love our um, work like con our concepts and doing all the um the work on a content level yes and helping people on a highest scale yes. um but what we're also still missing is this sort of um sales part of it oh, yeah. it's it's just not easy and we're just not really good at it um but you always try to force yourself to it's, you have to be perfect again here to do everything from accounting to uh, sales to marketing and to the content to looking good and having fun you know the pictures <laughs> that's um but also to say, okay, this is what we're good at and maybe here we need some assistance and also maybe um, help. We always, uh, we had, from the beginning on, we've had um, assistance with the technical right. side yeah. of things. And I think only because of that we've come so far in such a short time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also... Um, good and it's also okay that we acknowledge that and then get some help. I think it's incredibly powerful. I, I openly talk about the reason that my business took so long to grow was because I tried to do everything myself for mm -hmm. way yeah. too long. Yeah. And um, so thank you for sharing that. I think for everybody who's listening, if you, if you want to grow, it's like if you're looking to go to Uttanasana but you can't yet, just get some blocks until you don't need the blocks anymore. Just get help. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. That is so good. And we don't need to suffer so much, mm. I think. Like, <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's on time. Yeah. We can allow for ourselves this um, to realize that and to then also act on it. I love those questions. I think these, the, those three of them that I really love the questions that you asked before, Jasmine, about just, I think, for regular reflection, like Svadhyaya for business, 
Is this part of my core competency? Do I actually want to do it? And do I need to ask for help? I mean, they're just great questions for reflection regularly, I would have thought. Love that. Not, yeah. not, not like you were saying before, but not when your health falls apart, not when things go wrong, but actually like a preventative yeah. medicine yeah. for your business. Yeah. And we try to communicate, communicate like every day about these things a little bit, like looking from the top. Like, yes. okay, is it, is it um, good? Is it good for our vision also? Yeah. Um, like always have that goal or vision um, mm-hmm. to see in like in the eyeglass. Just is it is it good for um, is it good for that? Because that's what motivates us. Like our vision is that what keeps us mm-hmm. going and why why we want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then um, like all this like constant communication and sometimes it's like every day and sometimes it's just like every week. But like I think there's regularly um, looking at from the from the top is <laughs> really, really important not to um, forget something like forget yourself or um, which is like the most important thing um, when you, when you open up a business, which is like personal related, mm-hmm. uh, you always have to um, start with yourself because when, when we are not aligned then we cannot give it like the energy we cannot give to other people. So it's like the first thing, um, what we do is like self-care and uh, align our body and mind so we can bring it out in the world. And mostly at the moment, we are talking like every day about something because we are launching a new product and a new program. And it's so important not to um, run in a, in a direction which is not um, feeling good. So we always uh, try to reflect at the moment, like really intensely, like every day. Um, and at some point when, when it flows, then it flows. But at the moment, we are, we are really um, sensible with that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Someone make a, make a quote card out of that and tag Prana up your life and uh, <laughs> share that everywhere. Oh, but in there, I was just like, oh, these are my soul sisters. Yes, <laughs> love it. Fantastic. Congratulations on everything you've done so far. Now, let me just check. Everything right now, all of your programs in German, correct? Yes. So he, uh, I, I, I promise <laughs> I'll, I'll ask just this one question and then I'll let you go. Um, but because here's something that I hear too. Oh, I can't, I couldn't do, um, I couldn't offer a program in my own language because there's not enough people to buy it or uh, um, mm-hmm. yoga and Ayurveda isn't as well known in my country but I really think that um, I love that your business like you're speaking German your materials are all in German it's for a German reading speaking understanding audience I think it takes I think it's great that you're doing that and I love that you're modeling that it is possible and you can do it and um, it, it like well done I, I, I think that's great and it's going to be inspiring for people who think oh, well, no one gets it where I live or what if the market is too small or what if... No- mm-hmm. you know, I think it's very powerful. 
Mm. In the first, in the beginning, we were thinking about, okay, um, even on Instagram, do we do it in English or yeah. in, in German? Mm. If we would do it in English, of course, we would have much more um, follower base because then so many more people can um, follow us and understand what we are talking about. Um, but um, when we think about the people we want to help right now, um, uh, when we start, it's here and it's awesome. in, in German and or in like the um, in Austria or Switzerland, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's where we begin because we don't want to change right now the world. We we start little by little, and at some point we change the world, <laughs> <laughs> one language region at a time. <laughs> so, what's your, what's your Instagram so that everybody, regardless of their language of choice can go follow you i'm going to do it right now on my phone come on prana up your life okay good oh you're so consistent really? I love it. <laughs> Crazy. this is you know yeah, because it's so good because nobody had it before and it's like so unique so we could have it like everywhere it's like podcast instagram facebook <laughs> website impressed with that that you got your own business on everything yeah <laughs> Okay, I'm just seriously. I'm doing it right now. Hey, you see these photos? You just look at the two of you. Mm. Go and do it, everybody. Let's see if we can like smash some new followers for Prana up your life. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being very generous with your time and sharing. We we covered a lot of ground. Uh, Yes, it was, it was awesome. great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you so much. It was our first English interview. Yeah. Crushed it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel quite inauthentic when I use a phrase like that, but you really did. Well done. <laughs> thank you so thank much. You for We're having us. I <laughs> feel really honored to be here. Wir hoffen, du bist nicht vom Stuhl gefallen mit unserem Englisch. Du konntest alles verstehen. Und ähm, hoffen, dass du auch einiges für dich mitnehmen konntest und das Interview genauso interessant für dich war und auch die Fragen dich mitgenommen oder mitgerissen haben und dir Amy gefallen hat. Ähm, du kannst Amy natürlich auch auf allen möglichen Kanälen folgen. Da freut sie sich und auch ihre Konferenz ist, glaube ich, im Nachhinein noch zugänglich und die Links findest du in den Show Notes. Vielen Dank also auch nochmal an Amy, auch wenn sie uns so nicht versteht, <lacht> über energetische, auf energetischer Ebene auf jeden Fall und für die tollen Fragen. Und das ist hier die 99. Folge. Es ist so aufregend. <lacht> und Nächste Woche, Nächste Woche haben wir ein Special. gibt es ein Riesen-Special zur 100. Folge. Es wird auch um unser aktuelles Lieblingsthema gehen, emotionales Essen. Und du kannst für dich herausfinden, welcher emotionale Essenstyp du bist mit einem exklusiven Quiz. Also hör auf jeden Fall in die nächste Folge rein. 
die wird ganz, 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 ganz besonders. Wenn Eine du Linie. endlich mal wieder was, wo wir uns selber kennenlernen, einkategorisieren können. Und Richtig, <lacht> wenn du nämlich schon von vorne rein mit dabei bist, die einen oder anderen hören unseren Podcast ja schon von Anfang an, dann äh, wollen wir dir erstmal ganz persönlich dafür danken, dass du uns so lange schon zuhörst und vertraust und ähm, die hundertste Folge mit uns erleben äh, kannst, darfst und ähm, willst hoffentlich auch. <lacht> ja, mehr dazu erfährst du dann natürlich nächste Woche. Mhm. Ähm, wir sind schon ganz aufgeregt und freuen uns wahnsinnig, ja auch unser Special mit dir zu zelebrieren und wünschen dir aber jetzt erstmal einen total schönen Tag, ein tolles Wochenende, wenn du es jetzt erst am Wochenende hörst oder wann auch immer. Wir grüßen dich auf jeden Fall aus dem Herzen und denke mal dran, Prana ab, your life.